Welcome to your prayer intentions with author Peter and Jimmy. And we welcome your prayers at WQPHradio.org. Oh Mary, send my prayers to heaven. Don't let another day go by. You can ask the Lord to help me. When my cross gets heavy and my soul is dry, Oh, Jesus, hear my cry. Oh, Mary, send my prayers to the sky. Along with all of my intentions, every word takes flight. Hello, and welcome to another edition of Your Prayer Intentions. Very happy to spend the next half hour with you as we pray for your prayer intentions and as we talk a little bit about the scripture readings coming up today. And I want to jump to those scripture readings right away because I especially like the first reading. And I can vouch for the first reading personally. And so let's get to that first reading, which is from uh, Proverbs. Chapter 31. When one finds a worthy wife, her value is beyond pearls. Her husband, entrusting his heart to her, has an unfailing prize. She brings him good and not evil all the days of her life. She obtains wool and flax and works with loving hands. She puts her hands to the distaff and her fingers ply the spindle. She reaches her hands out to the poor and extends her arms to the needy. Tom is deceptive and beauty fleeting. The woman who fears the Lord is to be praised. Give her a reward for her labors, and let her works praise her at the city gates. Well, I must confess my wife doesn't do anything with flax and spindles. But she's really something. So I, other than the flax and the spindles, I'm going to vouch for that first reading when it comes to my wife. Now, the second reading is from the first letter of Paul to the Thessalonians. Concerning times and seasons, brothers and sisters, you have no need for anything to be written to you, for you yourselves know very well that the day of the Lord will come like a thief in the night. When people are saying peace and security, then sudden disaster comes upon them, like labor pains upon a pregnant woman, and they will not escape. But you, brothers and sisters, are not in darkness, for that day to overtake you like a thief, for all of you are children of the light and children of the day. We are not of the night or of darkness. Therefore, let us not sleep as the rest do, but let us stay alert and sober. And now, I'd like to go to the Gospel reading, which is from Matthew. And again, we're talking about death, heaven, hell, and so forth, because it's the last weeks of the church year. This is Matthew chapter 25, verses 14 to 30. There's a short version that some of you might hear that stops at verse 21 and stops and leaves out some of the middle. But I'm going to read the whole thing. And I'm going to let you know where the short version stops. Because one of the things, a pet peeve of mine, is when the church leaves out difficult parts. Or parts that might be difficult to some people. So, here we go. Jesus told his disciples this parable. A man going on a journey called in his servants and entrusted his possessions to them. Twenty gave five talents, to another two, 
to a third one, to each according to his ability. Now, before I continue the gospel reading, let me mention that a talent is a lot of money in those days. That's a really lot of money. So one talent is a lot of money. Five talents is a lot of money. Ten talents is a ton of money. You know, two talents, that's, that's big money. So back to the gospel reading. Then he went away. Immediately, the one who received five talents went and traded with them and made another five. Likewise, the one who received two talents made another two. But the man who received one went off and dug a hole in the ground and buried his master's money. Now, I should point out, again, interrupting, that the uh, story about what each part of one of them made is part of what was left out of the uh, shortened gospel. After a long time, the master of the those servants came back and settled accounts with them. The one who received five talents came forward, bringing the additional five. He said, Master, you gave me five talents. See, I have made five more. His master said to him, Well done, my good and faithful servant. Since you are faithful in small matters, I will give you great responsibilities. Come and share your master's joy. Then the one who received two talents came forward and said, Master, you gave me two talents. See, I have made two more. His master said to him, Well done, my good and faithful servant. Since you are faithful in small matters, I will give you great responsibilities. Come and share your master's joy. Now, the short version of this actually cut off as soon as he complimented the one who made five talents. Now, this is all, all of everything I'm saying from this point on is the full version that for some reason some people leave out. Then the one who received one talent came forward and said, Master, I knew you were a demanding person, harvesting where you did not plant and gathering where you did not scatter. So out of fear, I went off and buried your talent in the ground. Here it is back. His master said to him in reply, You wicked and lazy servant. So you knew that I harvest where I did not plant and gather where I did not scatter. Shouldn't you not then have put my money in the bank so that I at least could have gotten it back with interest on my return? Now then, take the talent from him and give it to the one who has ten. For to everyone who has, more will be given, and he will grow rich. But from one who has not, even what he has will be taken away. And throw this useless servant into the darkness outside, where there will be wailing and grinding of teeth. Now, I want you to think of this gospel reading, along with the one from last week about the... Um, wise and foolish bridemaids. And think of what God is saying here. So God gives each of us talents. Now in these days we talk about talents as ability. And in a sense this is part of it, what's being said here. Each of these people have been given something from God. Each of these people have from their master and we have our master who is God. And each of the people, what do they do with it? The first two people make the most of it. They multiply it. They multiply their faith. They multiply. When we multiply our faith, when we increase our faith, when we study, when we go to Mass, when we receive the sacraments, when you tell, we tell other people about the faith, when we do this corporal and spiritual works of mercy, we are multiplying the faith. Even when we're not directly evangelizing, when we are carrying ourselves as a Christian should, we're evangelizing. We are evangelizing without evangelizing, without explicitly doing it. 
because we are promoting the faith, which is a wonderful thing, which is an important thing. But what happens if we don't do anything? And what happens to us if we, you know, we're baptized as an infant because we're Catholics, we do infant baptism because we want that mark of the Holy Spirit to help protect the infant because the devil is a raging beast even before the age of uh, consent. So you don't want to give them access. We have confirmation. We have first communion. So what happens if you get, you know, you get your baptism, you get your first communion, you get your confirmation, and then you never bother with your faith again? Now, I don't really have to ask that question because all of you know the answer to that question because all of you have seen what happens? All of us know people who have walked away from the faith. Everybody knows somebody with children and grandchildren and that they're just beside themselves that their children and grandchildren are not following the faith. So when you do nothing with those talents, what happens? What happens is trouble. What happens is you don't grow. You are not using what God has given you. And because you're not using what God has given you, it fades to nothingness. You end up without, you end up with nothing. You end up with a person who doesn't believe anything. And then when crisis comes, when you could turn to the Lord, where are you? And this is, the, this is really the terrible thing about this. This is the thing that really stinks. Where you just do not have what is necessary. Because... You did not grow your faith. You didn't bother. It was all. It wasn't about the faith. It was about, oh yeah, I was, I'm in school. I was supposed to get baptized. Oh yeah, we're going to have the first communion so that they can have the party, and then I'll get a gift or two, and that's you know that's great. But when it's all about stuff like that, and it's not about, you know, growing in faith, increase it easing your relationship with God, making your relationship with God something special, something alive, what happens? You slip and you fall. And it's not a good slip and it's a really nasty fall. And do we want that? No, we don't want that. We don't want that at all. We want to avoid that if at all possible. And the best way to avoid it is to grow our faith. To do th- Even listening to this radio show, and I don't claim to be any kind of great evangelist, but when you listen to WQPH, when you listen to the various shows that we have on, which as I've said more than once, are all about increasing your faith. That's what we care about here. 
We care about getting you where you need to be. Because we're all, our worry is about souls. That's what our worry is about. Our primary concern is souls. When you do something to take care of your soul, when you do something to exercise your soul, just like when you exercise your body, if you don't exercise, what happens to your body? It gets flabby. You lose what you had. You lose the things that got you going. But when you do exercise, when you take that time, when you make a difference for yourself, what happens? You grow stronger. You grow better. You grow healthier. And that's what you want to do with your faith. And that's what Christ is telling his disciples. Don't just sit back. Don't just remember what what John the Baptist said to the Pharisees who came to them. Don't just say that I'm a son of Abraham and that's enough to save me because God could turn any one of these stones into a son of Abraham. Don't just say, I got baptized. I got confirmed. I don't have to bother with anything else. I don't have to worry about these things. This is Christ warning us that we will end up on the outside. We don't need to end up on the outside. And it's all a choice. It is all a choice. That's the most important thing about all of these things. In all three examples, the people made a choice. The first two servants made the choice to do something with what was given to them. The last person chose to do nothing. Didn't want to deal with it. It was a hassle. (laughs) I'm just going to put it back, give it back. Don't have to worry about it. I'm not going to take any risk. Because remember, to love your neighbor as yourself is we have to love God and we have to love our neighbor. And there's one thing about love that anybody who's been in love can tell you. Love involves risk. Love of God involves risk, especially these days, socially. And in some countries, physical risk. Let's not forget that there are places where you can get yourself killed for uh, being a Christian. We forget about this because we live where we are, but seeing what's happening to our Jewish brothers these days, perhaps we should remember it a little more. But there's a risk in loving God. And there's a risk in loving our neighbor. Because sometimes... Our neighbor ain't going to come through. Sometimes it's going to end bad. We don't like it, but sometimes it does. Sometimes that happens. And we have to be ready for that. And we have to be willing to deal with that. We have to be willing to say, to love my neighbor as myself is worth the risk that comes with it. And that's where it is. That is what Christ is telling us. That is what God is warning us about. And we have our entire lives to figure this out. But after that, we're on our own. So let's take advantage of this good advice from Christ, from this warning from Christ, to tell us how to be saved. It's like, like I say, we can do it now, or we can do it later. Better off to do it now. Because the farther we move in the right direction, the more likely we're going to be where we need to be when the time comes. Because remember, we do not know the day or hour. Remember what St. Paul says in the second reading. We don't know. 
We don't know. Now, I must confess, I don't know what the first reading has to do with the other two. It's all about how great a good wife is. Now, I'm trying to think of a connection to it, except for that if you have a good wife, she helps you with your faith. And I remember in the screw tape letters, they had a, a bit about how the devil in the, in the story wanted to try and steer the patient, they called the person they were attempting the patient, into a uh, desirable marriage. And by desirable marriage, he meant someone who would make the Christian life very difficult. So when you find someone, you're looking for someone, look for someone who will help you with the faith. You want to stay close to God. You have the right person with you, you'll stay close to God. You have the wrong person with you, maybe not. That's the only connection I can think, think of there. But I will definitely vouch for the idea that a great wife is worth a ton. And my wife is great. So, And I'm not just saying that because she can hear me recording this today. <laughs> All right, now let's get to our prayers. Now, today we're going to do our prayers for some of the people who just caught back from the uh, Italy pilgrimage because a few of them came back with COVID. So we're going to add those to our prayer requests. We're going to pray, of course, for both sides in the Israeli-Palestinian war. We're going to pray for both sides in the Ukraine-Russian war, and we're obliged to pray for everybody. We're going to pray for the people who have, who have been good the people who have not been so good in terms of the protests that have been going on around the world. We're going to do our standard prayers for Mary Lotz, for Nancy, for Eric, for the, the intentions of the Dominican Sisters of St. Cecilia, for the donors of WQPH, and we are so grateful for you to, because you keep us on the air, and for the priests and pastors in our diocese, because what would we do without our priests or pastors? What would we do without the sacraments? So we are very grateful for those priests and pastors that help us stay on the right path and help us multiply our talents, which is what a good priest or pastor does. So, and of course, we have a, in Fitchburg, we, we're going to have a new mayor, so let's pray for our new mayor and pray for our city as well after Election Day. So today, since we're talking about these things nearing the end, Let's pray the first sorrowful mystery, the agony in the garden. I know you might not see the connection, but trust me, there it's there. And we're going to pray in the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. The first sorrowful mystery is the agony in the garden. We offer the Lord Jesus this 11th decade in honor of the agony in the garden of olives. And we ask of thee through this mystery and through the intercession of thy Holy Mother, contrition for our sins. And we also offer it especially to those who do not go to confession. That's the connection, growing your faith. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou amongst women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. 
Blessed art thou amongst women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou amongst women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou amongst women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou amongst women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou amongst women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou amongst women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou amongst women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou amongst women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou amongst women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now at the hour of our death. Amen. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, as now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. O my Jesus, forgive us our sins, save us from the fires of hell. Lead all souls into heaven, especially those who are most in need of thy mercy. May the grace and the mystery of the agony and the garden come down to our souls. Amen. And now for those of you doing the indulgence calendar, we're going to do the prayers for the intentions of the Holy Father. Glory be to the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, as now and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou amongst women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of death. Amen. St. Michael the Archangel, defend us in the day of battle. Be our defense against the wickedness and snares of the devil. May God rebuke him, we humbly pray, and do thou, O Prince of the Heavenly Host, by the power of God, thrust into hell Satan, and all the evil spirits who prowl about the world seeking the ruin of souls. And we pray this as we pray all of the things we pray. In the name of the Father, of the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Now, I want to mention before we go to our, uh, our final prayer, that of course the church at year is going to be ending soon as we finish the weeks before the uh, first Sunday of Advent. So as the church is new, you, you know, we always make New Year's resolutions in our regular year. Think about making a new church year resolution. to Try and make it to one daily mass a week. See if you can make that. I mean, there's daily masses in Fitchburg and Lemonster area. There's... 7 o'clock at St. Bernard's, and 8 o'clock at St. Bernard's, Monday through Thursday, and 8 o'clock at St. Anthony's. Uh, eight I believe there's an 8 o'clock at St. Joseph's every day. On Friday, there's a, I forget if it's a 4 or 6 o'clock at St. Francis. And they also have some evening masses at St. Francis. I think it's Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Monday and Wednesday is in the chapel. And at St. Cecilia's, they have a 9 a.m. mass. And there's a Saturday mass, Saturday day mass, at St. Bernard's as well, at 8 a.m. Try and make it to one. Try and see if it'll make a difference. Now our closing prayer in the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. O God of mercy, as we reach out to those seeking you, send forth your Spirit upon this show, this station, all the stations that carry this show, and all our listeners to renew us in faith. Enable us to share the good news of the gospel with loving words and caring deeds, 
so that those who have drifted away may be drawn to your church and follow the way of your son Jesus, who is the way, the truth, and the light. We make our prayer through Jesus Christ our Lord. We pray this as we pray all things in the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. That's all the time we have for this week, so we'll see you next week as we pray for your prayer intentions. Bye, all. On the WQPH community calendar. If you get a chance, swing down to St. Bernard's Parish at St. Camilla's Church on Mechanic Street in Fitchburg, and at the entrance, there are envelopes with the names of bishops, and we, we talked about adopt a bishop. There are prayer cards and stuff that you can grab so that you can adopt a bishop to pray for. They're sitting there right at the entrance of the church. If you walk in, you look to the right just before the confessional. They're on a little table. So if you want to do the adopt a bishop, go down to the church there, get an envelope, get the prayer cards, and adopt a bishop to pray for. The country needs your prayers, and the bishops who are going to shepherd us through this time, no matter how this time ends, are going to need it more because they're going to be the ones who will help us to get to where we need to go as the princes of Christ. So go down there and and grab one and adopt a bishop or just pray for a bishop on your own. You're listening to WQPH 89.3 FM, Shirley Fitchburg. And now a word from author Peter and Jimmy, who is the host of Your Prayer Intentions, taking place every Saturday at 12.30 p.m. Whether you're donating money or giving us prayers, without you, we don't go on. And if you do want to help us go on, please consider going to wqphradio.org. There's a donate button there. You can give once, you can give monthly, and it makes a difference. It keeps all of our shows, and we have a great lineup of shows keeps us going and whether you're a fan of uh your prayer intentions whether you like steve's show benedict's hammer sundays at midnight whether you like brother matthew and brother anthony from from the housetops which is on sundays 10 30 a.m and 4 p.m whether you're a fan of the children's rosary which we have every day at 5 p.m seven days a week whether you like our local matter show which is saturday at 11 or talk catholic which comes right after us at 12.30. Larry's Music Off, Sunday at 11 a.m. We have the Shepherd's Pie, Saturdays at 1 p.m. Or Dan and Tom with the 13th Apostle, which comes just before us at 11.30. Any of those shows and all the stuff you donate, you help these things come out. But what's also at the WQPH website, in addition to podcasts of our shows, is the prayer wall. Right on the prayer wall, support WQPH and get WQPH 24 hours a day, 7 days a week on WQPHradio.org. This is Peter and Jemmy, host of Your Prayer Intentions, every Saturday here on 89.3 WQPH. Shirley Fitchburg. Do you have a prayer request that you'd like me to pray for or perhaps the whole community? Well, include that prayer request in an email. Specify if you want it on air or off and email that prayer request to WQPH893 at Comcast.net. Let me repeat that. It's WQPH893 at Comcast.net. And we will pray for you. If you have an urgent request that you're looking for immediate prayer, tweet me directly at the Tech Guy blog on Twitter or the Tech Guy blog on Gab. God bless you.